how are you feeling about <laughs> daily savings today? Dude, it hit my head. I woke up, I looked at my phone, which I didn't charge last night, so that already puts me on tilt. I look at it, and it says 10 after 8. And I go, ah, that's fine, whatever. And I'm like, I, I want to go get my other water. So I went downstairs and went to the fridge. And I looked at the oven, it said 10 after 7. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I just might, I might just be seeing something wrong. Yep. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I felt a little awake. I'm like, Sweet. Now I can get some stuff done this morning before everyone wakes up, mm-hmm. and we're good to go. And I look at my phone again, and it says quarter after 8. Uh-uh. Oh, mm-hmm. it just... Yeah, it's annoying. I got God. I thought I was up and early. And I was. Like, that technically yeah. means I was up and seven. Up and earlier. Yeah, exactly. done. yeah. Do you like the uh, but I wasn't. the spring forward or the fall back more? I used to be fall back, but this winter I've just been liking getting up earlier. I think it's because of him. And so I like it because I like it being lighter earlier in the morning. Oh. I know the full four o'clock thing yeah. sucks. Yeah. But I I've I've enjoyed waking up earlier. I'm getting older, my God. Well, I, I like the the fall changeover too because it's it's the night when two becomes one. Oh wow! Why? <laughs> and that's when the intro music kicks in. Yep, <laughs> we have an actual intro bump. Oh my gosh! Was all a setup. Colors of the world, every boy, every girl, people of the world, welcome to the spice level. Hello, where the two of us sit here and talk about the greatness that are the Spice Girls, is the Spice Girls, were the Spice Girls, going through each of the songs through their first two albums, moving on to other ones later on in time, and who the heck knows in the meantime. But you're stuck with us, myself. I go by Mike Martin. I am your co-host, and with me, as always, is the one and only. I'm Brent Kelly. Brent Kelly, how are you today? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? I am phenomenal. After thinking that I'm the one that usually leads off with the the kudos or the random jokes or the goofing, I just I got I got I'm on tilt already. I really am. So obviously, with your beautiful intro, <laughs> where are we going on this fine day? Uh, today we are talking about to become one. Ooh. We the do that third song from the Spice album. Wow. Now, that's the third song on the Spice album. Yes. Now we're going to get into it, but it's all is it the third single too? It is also the third single. So they just went boom boom boom. They did. Wow. Cool. Okay. That's a, this is going to be interesting cuz now we're going to start digging into the songs a little bit deeper not saying that we didn't with the first two. Obviously, we spent a little bit of time chatting about those, we but sure did. we're going to start getting actual deeper opinions about where they're going to start tearing up and ranking in your mindset mm-hmm. of these songs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that, from what I've heard, in our interactions that we've had yep. around each other, it seems like it might be your go-to hum-along, out-of-nowhere song. I would say, yes, To Become One has, for the past 25-ish years, uh-huh. been my number one Spice Girls song. Makes sense with the whole anniversary digs and all that, but it's just, it's one of those moments... <laughs> I don't know if it's just, it just gives me a warm and, and mushy feeling that I hear you sing it while I'm standing around too. And I'm just like, oh, he's serenading me with 
just it could be any song. That's true. You know, if you can't dance, you can throw that at me, yeah. and I'd be like, I I know I can't, but I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll try to bust a move for you. But it's a it's it's a good one to get into. It so. is. A, it's a fun song. I like it. It's different from the first two. Yes. Obviously, you start off with "Wannabe," and then you have "Say You'll Be There," mm-hmm. and those are both upbeat and fast and powerful and really fun. Yeah. And then they slow it down, which is cool. Yep. Very much so. It's a good thing they didn't come out with it right away is their first song. I agree. I'll, I'll say it that way because. This pulls you into the, the like you said, the first two were, were popping and, and they were pop songs. And this one has a little bit more of that slow jam. It is a slow jam. It is, no- yeah. I mean, it's it's like a it's a love ballad. Right. And if we're going in the Spice Girls timeline, we're jumping around a little bit because we're back to the Wonderful Heart Music Consortium. Oh, no. Because this, back. this was one of the first two songs that they recorded after Wannabe. So they recorded Wannabe and then they recorded this one, uh, wrote them back to back. Uh, they thought that after they had already written Wannabe as a fast pop song, they could use a ballad. So this was the one they did second. And this is also the one that, the second song that Jerry snuck out when they, they left the heart group. Oh, okay. So this one was also part of her undercover. Yes. Ah, <laughs> literally. Undercover in her underpants. Of escaping with, oh man. I yeah. wonder what songs were left behind. I, you what? know, I don't know. I know they had, there was at least one more song that they had written and recorded. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it. I don't know if it's floating around somewhere. I actually just this past week saw news of um, the Spice Girls teasing an unreleased song that they wrote after Spice World. So I think it was supposed to be part of the Forever album. Okay. Never made it on the thing. So yes. some people are hoping that if there's a 25th anniversary of Forever in 2025, interesting, we might that's, get that released. That's interesting to me because to think that they wrote a song, especially if they wrote the song 25 years ago. Yeah. If there is any sort of tape of it. The reason why I say that sure. is if you have a thought in your head of uh, like what a melody could be or something like that and or like writing a, anything. If you're writing a book or writing a poem and you're thinking, gosh, that, that line needs to be remembered. I must remember that line. Are you going to remember it exactly 25 years later? And right. is, it, is it going to be worth anything in that same way that you had it when you originally wrote it? I mean, I know I'm getting a little heavier when it comes to the thought process of a song, but yep. I mean... When when you know I play guitar or anything like that, and I think of a, a guitar riff or something along those lines, and I don't record it in any way, and I look at it again, you could see the words written, but you don't know how you wanted to sing it. Yeah. Would you get that same vibe twenty five years later, Great or question. is it better because now they're gonna have maybe a different mindset behind it? I know I've heard of stories of um I believe it was Paul McCartney sleeps with like a tape recorder right next to yep. him, and if he wakes up in the middle of the night, he hits the record button and he sings it in there. Yeah, like you got your little notebook you keep in your pocket at all times. One hundred percent. Yep. You gotta gotta write that stuff down or or record it down, whatever it is, mm-hmm. so you can't forget it. So I would I would enjoy hearing twenty five. Well, hearing both. Yeah, that's absolutely that's true. That'd be cool. That's more experimental though. That's yeah. like putting them and saying, "Go record it now," and then let's listen to the original one. And it's like playing telephone with yourself. That's true. Twenty five years later, is it the same? True. But we're not here to talk about the song that's coming out possibly in the future. Yeah, we're back then. Back right. to to become. We are back one. then. When two became one. When she snuck out with this song. This one exists. So there's a quote I came across in a couple different places from producer Richard Stannard, who was at a studio to meet a different singer, and the Spice Girls were there to meet with producers, and he heard Mel B charging across the hallway and snuck around to meet the girls. I feel like that's just how she (laughs) exists in every room. Exactly. Uh, And Richard said, more than anything, they just made me laugh. I couldn't believe I'd walked into this situation. You didn't care if they were in time with the dance steps or whether one was overweight or one wasn't as good as the others. It was something more. It just made you feel happy like great pop records. The only thing I'll take umbrage with is I don't think any of them were anything close to overweight. 
but maybe sure. he was just saying as a general, like, in oh, sure. And he told his songwriting partner, Matt Rowe, about them, who also came to meet the girls. Mm-hmm. And after meeting them, he said, I love them immediately. They were like no one I'd met before, really. Mm. And Mel B said in response to them later in one of her, I believe in her biography, she wrote that the two really got along with the girls when they were writing together, saying that they knew how to incorporate the spirit of five loud girls into great pop music. <laughs> we were just a cacophony yeah. of five yeah. loud people. And they're like... Now try singing. <laughs> well, pretty much. So I, I found a separate quote from Matt Rowe about working with the girls. This is the songwriter. He said, we have to kind of steer it. It was very different from for different tracks, really. Some of them were when we were jamming all in the room. We just put up some drum sounds and start making things up. On other tracks, me and Richard would prepare something beforehand and play it to them. We'd have some lyrics and make them write to the second verse. That's cool. It is cool. We've talked about that before, how even... As they were manufactured and as they began, they were still part of the songwriting process, yes. which is really cool. They weren't just handed cheap music, hey, sing this. They were able to put their own spin on things or write it themselves completely. Oh, of course. And that's that's what's really fun when it comes to like sparking inspiration and to come up with a song in that scenario is say somebody does already have, you know, some basis of lyrics or, you know, some drum track to be able to have somebody feed you that information, then you come up with something on top of it. That's what's really cool. It shows that they were part of the creative process and yeah. not just this is the song, this is how what the lyrics are, and right. this is how you sing it. This is how we want you to sing it. Right. Maybe they showed up with the lyrics. They're part of the songwriting process. Yep. And then somebody could say, and this is where it's great when it comes to working with other people that know what they're doing or you know, being able to give you an aid is they can give you, well, what if we try it like that? Let's try it like this. And thus so a group exists. And here's your lesson on working together with other people, I guess, with yeah. Mike Martin. I'm here for you. <laughs> but... That's what's cool about it is, you know, every now and then you'll think about if other people just start giving the sheet music and say, yep, you do this, do the dance. Yep. They do their thing. So it's cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I, I checked to see if the girls kept working with Standard and Row after they left the heart group, and they did. Mm-hmm. They, uh, the Both of them, Standard and Row, worked with the Spice Girls on 10 different songs, including ones released after the third album without Jerry. Oh, really? Um, and Richard also worked with them on Saturday Night Divas without Row, so he worked on 11 songs as Spice Girls, quote-unquote. But he also worked with Emma and both Mel's on multiple solo tracks for each of them as well. So clearly, when Stan and Row said they enjoyed working with the girls, they must have meant it. There was a commitment they worked with them for 20 years. Interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really cool. And um, when it came to the... I don't know if you're going to be getting into it. I know that you come to the table with, with notes, and so do I. So and we, don't, we, don't, we don't pass notes back and forth, so we kind of... No, we don't. ...are coming to the, no, you know, the conversation fresh for each other the whole jerry and him thing do you yeah. know about that too is that part of the i, I heard something about that that's yeah. where it's interesting is it doesn't it didn't give any credit to him working with her later on you said it was just the only the mel's and, only m and the two mel's yeah interesting because from what i i think i was reading somewhere that mel b was saying that they wrote one of the verses together and they were kind of giving each other a lot of side-eye moments. And she's like, I, I know that kind of mm-hmm. look that mm-hmm. you're giving each other. It's kind of clear. And I think they were, they were an actual item for a moment. I think that's why I read too. But it's interesting now you bring that up. Because I think of it, Jerry's the only one without a solo line on the track. Yeah, interesting. Even uh, Victoria has solo bits. Uh-huh. Huh. I, it's, it's funny because I like looking into that kind of stuff a lot. But this song has a lot of, like, when you read certain articles and they talk about that, like, there are just yeah. paragraphs about these two sing this part, but this yeah. one, and then when they play it live, they do it like this. Yeah, isn't that cool? It's very interesting, and it's just, you really gotta, gotta dig the shovel and the dirt on that one, because it's, I wonder how much it changes the vibe of the song, sure. seeing a live version of it with 
certain people moving around. And they've, they've also had to modify that over the years where, where either Jerry's not there and Victoria takes over her part, sure. or Victoria's not there and they split up her parts and songs. Hmm. But you're right, that is, I mean, there's, even this song alone, there's, there's a single version, there's the album version. The song they sing on the music video is not the same as the album version. Yep. And there's um, a Spanish version too. And there's also a Spanish version they recorded. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't listen to that one. Yet. I haven't either, actually. We found the song that there we're we going to randomly pause the podcast That's true. and watch. That's true. We, we were talking before we started about how there wasn't like the alternate demo track or whatever, but I have not listened to the Spanish ah! version. We found it. We haven't found it yet, but we're well, going yeah. to find it, but we, we found the thing. It. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm excited now. Cool. I know. All right, let's do some numbers on To Become One. Okay. It's appropriate because it's got two numbers in the title. Uh, it did debuted at number one. <laughs> it debuted at number one. Not in number the UK. two. Not number two. Mm. It didn't start at two and become number one. Oh. It started at number one in the UK on December sixteenth, nineteen ninety six. Stayed there for three weeks. Okay. Uh, it also d- was number one in Ireland and Spain. Top ten in most of Europe. Top three in Australia, New Zealand. Debuted in July of ninety seven in Canada. Also peaked at number three came out august 16th in 1997 here in the united states so it came out significantly later here yeah peaked at number four uh not as high as wannabe also just below say you'll be there on the u.s charts Mm. but still a third consecutive top five song so like we said about say you'll be there also proved once again they're not a one-hit wonder they're not even a two-hit wonder yep they had songs that could uh they weren't just a splash in the pan they had songs that they could continue to put out hits beyond their debut can we play a game of what was the actual number one song at that time when it came out in the U.S.? Oh, that would be a great I don't know game. if you have that note. But, I don't. Okay, when did that song come August out? August 16th, 97. What oh. was number one in mid-August, 97? 1997. This way I can we can kind of give it a mental... Yeah, yeah. Of, what was it up against? Is it worth competing yeah. against? What was it up against? What was it? 19, August 16th, 1997. Top songs? Yeah, just number one song. Yeah. Oof. So it's going up against I'll Be Missing You. Puff Daddy. Oh, oh. I mean, that's a good song. <sighs> it's a little more. It's a little more inspirational than Two Become One in that situation. Oh, both Am slow I... jams, though. Both are slow jams. Hmm. Is that song the one that's in Rush Hour? Rush Hour Two, I think. I'll be missing you, Puff Daddy. It's a jam. It is. It was oh, Puff Daddy at the time too. It's a great song. Yeah. Rush Hour Two. Listen, Jackie Chan. Listen, it's all See? be missing you. See. Now can we can we redub the Jackie Chan listening to I'll Be Missing You have the Spice Girls to become one playing in the background of that moment? I need that to exist in my life, and that may happen in the near future. Cool. I like that. Super great. I have a little project to do now. Well, they, they did exist at the same time, so to become one rush hour. Wonderful. Oh boy. Uh, sales uh, to become one sold over one million copies in the UK. Unfortunately, it was their final one million seller in the UK. Ooh, yeah. guts! I mean, I, up your obviously, life? Really? yeah, I know, I know. Wow! Like we've talked about this before. I think Spice World is the superior album. Right. I mean, we've got our bangers that we started out with, though. Absolutely. Thus far, I'm, I'm. Yeah, Spice is come bringing the heat. It's bringing the Spice level. Yes. So far, it is there. In. And for everybody that's listening to each song along with the episode, they're yes. saying, Brent, what are you talking about, dude? So How could it be better than these three? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Just you wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to Become One sold roughly 700,000 copies in the U.S. I didn't do other countries because they were less and less. Oh. But So, I, I, I mean, I suppose the argument could be made for a detractor of the Spice Girl could say they peaked at Wannabe and it was all downhill from there. Sure. But the fact that they kept selling, even if it wasn't the same amount, yep. I mean, it was... They had several number one tracks in the UK, especially, but top five, top tens across the world. I'm still sustained my success. 
still trying to wrap my head around the concept of buying the the, the single the single buying a single i know i never it's... i never did that hello everyone brent here we have a chunk of bad audio coming up and we're not really sure what happened it gets distorted and staticky for about eight and a half minutes i caught it too late to re-record it before publishing time and i left it in because we had some fun conversations in that span it's still listenable but not very pleasant so i apologize uh, if it's not your cup of tea, you can skip ahead eight and a half minutes and you'll be past it and back to our usual, somewhat sweeter voices. Thank you for understanding. So maybe it's, maybe there's just a, a deterrent of it's the third single. So right. that, you know, you bought the album, yep. cool. Then you bought Wannabe because it has yep. the live version of it. And you're like, yep. cool. And then you buy, you know, say it'll be there. And then, yep. Mm, By the time mm, two, became, two Become One came out, it was number one as a single, and the Spice album was also number one as an album. Right. So, I mean, they were dominating the charts. Mm -hmm. It was also their first Christmas number one. Uh, I have a lot of notes on Christmas number one. I think I'm going to save it because, like I said, I think I want to do a Christmas special at the end of this year. Okay. Uh, but Christmas number one is a very unique UK phenomenon where they put a lot of stock on which song is number one in the charts at Christmas. Mm -hmm. It is a big deal over there. It's a big competition every year. And this episode of Spice, the Spice level, we talk about Rage Against the Machine. Exactly. Oh, okay, we, will, we, we will get to that. Oh, oh. I have all my notes on that, but we will get to that. But, but they were also the first group to have a number one album and single for Christmas number one. Ooh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, but it was, it was their first of, spoilers, three consecutive Christmas number ones. Were they all to become one? They were not. Oh. New song every year. Really? Which tied, the, at the time, the only other person who had ever done that was the Beatles. Three consecutive Christmas number ones. Oh, it was consecutive? Yeah. Three years in a row. 96, 97, 98. The Spice Girls had three consecutive Christmas number ones. Were you at MJ? Right. Can you? Well, no, you can. If you're, we'll get to the Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah. There, are, okay. there, are, there are articles and articles about Christmas number ones in, in the UK. Really? It is a big deal. Like I said, we lived it in 09, and it was a, it was a, a very unique experience. I got to do my prep work. Or I'll um, just let you do the prep work, and I'll just show up and be like, yeah. teach me how to. Come, coming in December, our Christmas number one uh, special. Uh, more modern numbers. Just this past week, To Become One passed 100 million streams on Spotify. You were 900 million. Uh, well, no, not 900 million. No, why, that'd be a lot. <laughs> One billion streams, uh, which makes it their third most popular song on the platform. Can you guess what number two is? Number one's Wannabe. I mean, spoiler. We number about two that is? Yep. Wannabe actually just passed 700 million streams on Spotify. I mean, is, is it going to be the one, two, three, four? No, because it's got to be something from... Is it Spice Up Your Life? I want, I want it to be Spice Up Your Life. Is See, you would think it would be, but it's not. It is from Spice World. Stop. It is Stop. Ah! Yep. <laughs> yep. Top, top, top five. Wannabe, Stop, To Become One, Spice Up Your Life, Say You'll Be There. Those are the top five stream Spice Girls songs on Spotify. Interesting. Got it, though. Yes. Yes, you did. Baby. Uh, a couple reviews from the time. A reviewer from Music Week rated the song 5 out of 5, adding, No turkey this, as Spice Girls virtually guarantee a third chart topper and look a strong bet for the Christmas number one with a seasonally lush ballad. Hit me with the first line again. <clears throat> no turkey this, as Spice Girls virtually guarantee a third chart topper. because no it's Because it's Christmas time. <laughs> they eat turkey for Christmas over there. Okay, good. I was going bowling on that one. Oh, okay. Like, well, no, they, it's, a good, it's a good thing yeah, if they get a turkey. A turkey is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. an anticipate much smooching neath the mistletoe. <laughs> yes. See, Puff Daddy ain't gonna be promising that. No, I do. Jackie Chan. I do have a detractor. Just to be fair, I suppose a detractor review. Whitney Pasterick of Entertainment Weekly said it is too slow, and the lyrics appear to be, have been written by a safe sex loving unicorn. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that line. I got like five thoughts I popped in my head, but the unicorn thing really. A safe sex loving unicorn. Is that meant to be an insult? I guess. Oh, got him. Yeah. And there's so many better animals to pick. I know. It's such a, well, 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 if you were going to put a, a condom on a unicorn, no. 
spot for it. Yeah, a horn. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why it's the animal, I guess, for safe sex. What about a narwhal or something? <laughs> I thought that's true. Well, I mean, you think about the the national animal of Scotland is the unicorn. Is Whitney from Scotland? I don't know. Is she Scott? She's from Entertainment Weekly, so I'll have to look that up. Mm. I'll get back to you on that. She added that it's almost impossible to identify the individual Spice Girls by their voices here, so airbrushed are the proceedings. I can I can maybe give her a little bit of a note there. Uh, some okay. of the girls don't sound as unique as they normally do. Sure. I would say especially Sporty. Yep. But I think Sporty sounds wonderful in the song. Yep. She sounds very sweet and smooth and... Um, I couldn't. I guess if I was listening to it back then, I, I'll let's say back then I definitely didn't know who's who. Sure. But these days I could tell you, but you know, kind of have to watch the video to really tell who's doing. Because sure. sometimes they sing at the same time too. But Emma pops out. Pretty very easy. much so. I very think. much so. Yes. Uh, and I. So I don't know if there's a there's a there's a chicken and egg here situation here. Because I told you this is my favorite song. Right. Forever. And not forever. Sorry. That's much later. Uh, um, and Baby was my favorite girl. Sure. And I always associate this as a baby song because her section is so prominent. And even like, in the video, it, it, it focuses on her quite a bit. Yes. So I always consider this kind of an, an Emma song. Sure. So, but I don't know if they were coincidental. Did I like To Become One because I thought it was a baby song? Did I like Baby because I thought this was a baby song? Or it was just I liked them both? Well, I think it's I liked them both. And we'll, we'll get to the video, obviously, later on when we talk about this. But when it, it seems like there are a lot of scenes when they cut to Emma, and especially when it gets to the safe sex line. That the, the video itself, it's done, it's recorded in double time where yeah. they slow it down. It's got, it, it has to be difficult, by the way. Very much so. I, I wanted to watch like a making of the video yeah. or something like that because it, it, there might be something. I don't know. MTV was weird at that time. Or yeah. MTV was musically based at the time. Uh, so. You know what I want is a pop-up video. See? That, oh, that, oh. I love pop-up video. <laughs> We're doing homework here, folks. But a lot of the Emma shots that it shows, especially when she's like the, the wise line and things like yeah. that, it... It doesn't seem like she's actually in that slow motion mode. It looks, I don't know if it's just because her hair's not moving, but it looks like it was a real-time mm -hmm. shot. So I don't know if it's meant to be to where she's truly trying they're, to make the really broadcast. putting emphasis on this part. Right. Right. But that's one of the reasons why. And I think I get that view a couple times in her to where everybody else literally is that extravagant slow motion, but her shots, it seems, so maybe I, I have that same vibe is what I'm saying. Sure. Is it feels like it is a baby song. Right. It really does, but also maybe because the other singers, I don't want to say are subdued because I don't feel like they... It's, okay. just, it's just a little different. Yeah. Uh, Sporty doesn't have her solo bits where she's going super high. Right. Uh, Scary is not really giving you a lot of the, you know, yeah, the, the oomph that she usually it's gives you. It's not helpful, though. Right, exactly. So that's where, so that's where I disagree with uh, Whitney of Entertainment Weekly, because I think it's, it shows a more of a cohesive unit this time. Whereas the first couple songs, it almost showed their individual personalities a little more. 100%. Where they're bouncing back and forth from girl to girl to girl. Mm -hmm. And this one, they are a group. Yes. Very much so. Yes, in the same situation with, you know, how the video is projected that, no. You know, they are all dressed differently, like we talked about. Sporty's still yeah. lacking that great ability. Like yeah. we've always said, that if you were to pick one set of clothes, Sporty's clothes are Absolutely. Go to because she is cozy. No, no matter the situation. And But there's no, like, oh, Jerry's wearing the bright red with this and that. Right. And her and, you know, Emma are basically wearing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. With the, the knee-high socks yep. and long jackets. And Victoria's and, wearing a skirt, but she's wearing a long jacket over it. Of course. I mean, they all have their, their look in it, but obviously the, being in New York City, you have to stay somewhat warm. Which is where it was filmed, correct? Uh, That's where everything was completely. Uh, absolutely. It, yes. was, it wasn't filmed against a blue or green screen in a studio in London. No. No, not at all. I've got theories about this video. I'm not going to lie. Okay, well, we'll get into the video. Um, video. When you were 11 years old, did you understand what the lyrics <laughs> what? were? <laughs> okay. When you were 11, did you understand what the lyrics were for this song? That it was about banging? Yeah. Um, there is a pop-up video. Um, is it really? Oh, man. You just got me really excited. <sighs> yes and no. I mean, it's right in that awkward time. Like, it's probably right around the time frame where you, you know, got to have that talk with the parents and, and you know, internet starts existing-ish and you, you just you still have questions about everything, but 
The only way to learn about it is from five British females that are telling you. I had no idea. It, oh, really? I was singing I mean, along. It's my favorite song. I had no idea what I was singing. It's just not a clue. So, so I'm not going to say baby Brent, but double digit Brent. 11, 11 years old. Walking yeah. around saying, <laughs> like it's, it's it pretty on. much. Get it it's, yeah. a, it's a one level house. Oh, yeah. How but it, that one level house was taller than I was at the time because it went right <laughs> over my head. Uh, and listen, this is. Nobody's going to hear this, right? This is just between you and me? Yeah, of course. Okay, because um, as long as nobody else hears about this, it's a little embarrassing. Doing the research for this song, apparently when I was 35 years old, I still didn't understand all the lyrics of the song because I still didn't know what to put it on, put it on was about until I was reading about this song. <laughs> well, that's where calling out Whitney, the unicorn, it, it frustrates me because they say, hey, they, they say she says, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're basically completely about the whole idea of having, having safe sex, yada, yada. They're basically yeah. the billboards of safe sex. It's one line in the freaking song. Yeah. That's it. It is. It's a single line, and I get it. And it may, it, it pretty. Uh, sorry, but as a thirty-six-year-old, yeah, maybe you had to, to hit the jump. You know, yeah, thirty-five. You know, that's right. So you've already hit thirty-six. I haven't gotten right. there yet. So. So I can, you know, in my my wise age, that you're almost just about a month away from hitting. You'll, it'll sink in. Like okay. it's the first thing you think of. Oh, now I get it. Put it. Oh, oh! Oh, not the jacket you were gonna wear to dinner. Oh, a different kind of jacket. Different kind of jacket for something else. Oh dear. Yeah, I definitely didn't understand that until like two weeks ago. (laughs) I just want to see that light bulb moment. I want to be the fly on the wall when Prince. Oh, Oh. Trojans! Shoot, got it. Now I get it. Uh, Mel B said, it's basically a love song, but it's got a message. Make sure you put a condom on it. You're <laughs> going to have sex. Oh, man. Yep. And they actually, looking at, like I said, I was looking at reviews and stuff. They actually got a lot of credit for this, though. Sure, For, of for making a, a safe sex song, mm-hmm. but without being super explicit about it, which obviously, again, went over my head for That's 25 okay. years. Hey. So. You know, baby's looking you in the eyes when she's singing to you. Maybe you just <laughs> every time that you hear that line, you're just thinking about the video and just what's going on, and mm-hmm. you're just encapsulated by, you know, her voice. It's it's okay. It's taking you away in a way that doesn't have to be based on lyrics. Yes, music uh, is a very powerful, powerful instrument. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so we go in there with the he's busting out the book to kind of detract and well, so distract. I said we'll have like little bits on the girls for songs that they lead but we just had an emma song last week mm-hmm. so i'm just going to pull up two becomes one and the what's the story from what's the story the, from our girl power book boom ahem uh this is from no one that's weird they always quote who says it <laughs> it's from one of them we think well it says yes it is it is from one of them but it always quotes who says is there it. a picture next to it i uh, well it's got pictures from the thing i don't know it's got jerry and i will say it was jerry ah uh. maybe Maybe it was Jerry. What's the story? When we write, Aww. it always reflects the kind of vibe we're on. Oh. Sometimes we're not in the mood to write up-tempo, jolly party songs, and we all sit down to write a nice slow song. So one day we got together and started writing, and the lyrics were getting a bit too slushy. We thought, hang on a minute, this isn't right. So we decided to include a safe sex message. Be a little wiser, baby. Get it on, get it on. Although it's put it on, put it on, so... Whoever wrote this quote. It's funny because when I was reading, uh, I think one of the places that I start out on before I start rabbit holing things is yeah. I check out the, the Wikipedia page, of course. Yes. 
And I speaking of which, just real quick, I try to find information that's not just from the Wikipedia page. I don't want course. I don't want anybody at home to be like, oh, these guys just read the Wikipedia page to us. I, but sometimes that's like the best information. Sure, absolutely. Like the most well known stuff. So I try to find other stuff too. When but. I found the thing about the actual key that um say you'll be there was and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's set up in, in that same key and that's where I oh, was yeah. able to go yeah. down that rabbit hole was thank you, Wikipedia and but that's okay. But when one of the discussions on the uh I think it was the lyrical Content probably without, but the word slushy was used. Oh, really? And I, I never heard that word used to describe lyrics or Me either. or how to. I mean, maybe it's just because we live in Syracuse, and the first thing you think of when you think of slushy is, yeah. you know, the, the muck that's on the Snow ground and, and all that. And then the next thought is a delicious ice treat that you get in the summertime. So I wouldn't mind a song that was very slushy in that fashion. So True. Hmm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. I don't know if I want to use that as a rude term about something. Uh, that's slushy. Mm-hmm. Is it meant to just be like it's 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 mushy? Too I think, so- is I it think too- it's supposed to be mushy because okay. it's not too saucy. I mean, they no. do they do literally says. I think it's too- I think it's just an interchange for mushy. The song's getting a little too mushy, okay. so let's put a positive message in it. And I'll just say one last note about that. I found a quote from twenty five years later site dot com. Ooh, okay. Yeah, they had a nice retrospective on the on the song. It said uh, at the time. Uh, condom use had fallen out of favor until the HIV epidemic. See? And then it started to be, well, we need to have protective sex, et cetera, et cetera. And they said that to become one makes condom use sound like respecting one's partner rather than depriving anyone of pleasure. Yeah, absolutely so, it does. It was a, a still in the theme of empowering girls. Like, hey, if we're going to do this, you need to use protection. It's interesting because I saw somewhere about the lyrics that they changed it also um, with the the boys and girls line. Yes. Because they, they realized that they were gaining a lot of traction when it came to just the, the girl power movement yep. and all different types and they were, of people. They were, they were becoming name. LGBT icons and yeah, they wanted absolutely. to be more inclusive, which and is very cool. They made the wise decision of just saying, you know what, that's that's right. Let's just make it a universal thing, which, boop. Yep. And it's, it's a no second thought about it thing that I, I respect completely because mm-hmm. it's as opposed to... Having backlash in any way, it's just no. That's what the lyrics. That's just what we did. Yeah, of course we did this. What are you gonna do about it? They changed any deal that we endeavor. Boys and girls feel good together. To once again, if we endeavor, love will bring us back together. Still the same message. It is. Let's bang. It is interesting because that on the album version, it still has Baby singing the original version. Oh really? The video it has Posh singing the new version. Oh, so you went down that rabbit hole looking at who sings what exactly. I found a nice breakdown website. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, good. It had like one girl's in italics, one girl's in bold, one okay. girl's in caps, whatever, yeah. Because I could not, I, I saw it and I was, the lyrics are still the same, so that's, that's I'm, I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is a pop-up video though, folks. So much to learn. Mm. Before we jump into the video, mm-hmm. I say let's watch the pop-up video to see Excellent. what kind of we tidbits might, we, we might can learn get. some new things. Yes, because that's going to be more of a conversational point, I think, outside of, I mean, getting it in Spanish would be cool too. Yeah. But, but Papa will give us conversational points that we will yeah, digest. Yeah, we, we don't speak a ton of Spanish, so we won't. Shall we pop up? A pop, a pop up, a pop up video. I love pop up video. I used to watch these all the time. I haven't watched a pop up video. Pop up video is scary. No, oh, I get it. Like a. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, like that. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> jump scare. I, I thought it was gonna be like scary spice. Scary spice exclusive. I'm like, why is it reading my mind so well? There's wannabe. Oh, oh man. man, we missed a wannabe oh, one. So if you're looking for this pop-up video, folks, go to Daily Motion, not YouTube. Let's do it. All right, folks, we will be right back. I encourage you to also go watch this on Daily Motion. Oh, we're still trucking, baby. Right, we are my, back. My gosh. I that was pop- fun. 
I miss pop-up videos so much. I love pop-up video. Starts <laughs> off talking about various spices. Sure, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And they talk about <laughs> nuclear bombs. Yep. Goes off the rails a little bit. Two become one because of the, because of this. Yep. They they talked about all the girls' middle names like you brought up. Yep. See, Estelle. Yep. Got yep. that. Geraldine Estelle. Jiminy Christmas. Oh, that was fun. That was good. Watch it. It's great. <laughs> Pop-up video needs to come back. I love petition. There's probably a petition somewhere online. It's gotta be. Can Ugh. we get a changeit.org for pop-up video? I'll just start making my own. Like a TikTok trend hashtag. Oh, that's kind of what TikToks are. It kind of is, yeah. I mean, you can make your own pop-up videos these days. Still fresh to the TikTok world, Brent. I'll learn. I'm going to get there. I just started. I mean, maybe uh, that's what I'll do. Is I will, um, since I, I just recently signed up for TikTok, so I'm getting the generalized TikTok world spewed out to me. So the, I liked one video once that said, you could do this with your iPhone. And I said, mm. oh, that's interesting. I liked it. And now it's just like, now iPhone you, hack, iPhone hack. And I'm like, no. Your entire For You page is iPhone hacks. And so my wife, told Carrie, told me, like, just start going through things, liking things. I'll send you things, like it. Brent will send you things, start liking that stuff. Yep. That way it'll start general making it more specific to you. So maybe I need to. You know, pop in Spice Girls on there too and just start yeah. seeing what the heck happens because if I learn about how cool it is to be able to have my phone upside down but still <laughs> do 10 things. Um, but with that being the case, probably be able to find pop up videos on TikTok. But that's not, that's not the song we're talking about. Let's talk about the video itself though. Wonderful. Let's do it. Because I don't know which way you want to go about it, but they do very, very well. Make it seem like they're in New York City. Yep. I'm proud of that. For, I would say 95% of it is pretty good green screening, putting them in mm-hmm. locations. Mm-hmm. Need more green screen in our lives. Yep. I agree. It's a, it's a toy I think that we have the ability to use nowadays in our world and we don't take advantage of it enough. So The one drawback I would say to the green screen is when Sporty and Posh are sitting on a girder on a bridge. Okay. So, with that, that being the case... I wouldn't sit, think is too realistic. I'm curious whether or not, in the, the continuity of the Spice Girls and the music video so far, how this correlates to their world domination. Mm. Because in the first two videos, we saw... Yep. And when we left them, they were in the desert. That's true. Okay, yeah. Okay, so they started at a hotel. We, yep. Then they went to a desert. Yep. Where they had guns and weapons. And, mm-hmm. and so they, and they can, drove off, and we didn't know where they were going. They're going they went to New York City. They went to New York City. Okay. In which they can move in this fantastic world of slow motion. That's true. The pop-up of, video told us those cars were going 900, 900 miles, miles an hour. An hour. And, and not only moving. that, there are some moments, and it starts out with them being around the danger yep. of New York City. Yep. And then midway through the video, Sporty and Posh are standing in the middle of an intersection. That's and true. cars are going through them. That is true. Through them. And then, like you said... Sitting on top of the bridge, yep. Posh standing in the middle of an ice rink, yep. walking through people in slow motion. Terribly they are dangerous. starting terribly dangerous. The next level of world domination. It's happening quickly, folks. The spice level is increasing here, and it's going into a heavily dangerous situation that they have. They can now control time. And midway through that video, you get the people that seem like they are hugging, embracing each other, yes. two becoming one. It seems like there's a gray color to their skin. Yeah. I think they may be victims in some fashion to these alien-based oh spice girls goodness. that are not only victims, but they, I don't know what happens to them. We don't know yet. I don't know if there's a music video for the next song that we're going into, but we, we still m- don't know what happened to the guy at the end of the last video. They tied him to the roof. Folks, I'm, I'm concerned. Personally concerned. Oh, Mike Martin bringing the heavy-hitting questions here, folks. Just, just getting hit by people in the ice rink. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. That's scary. Right in the intersections. 
You can't stand in the middle of an intersection. I don't know. And then there's there's the the art in front of them that yes. like, they're looking through something. Yes. And I, I should have taken a screen cap of what happens when Posh is standing there because there's it's there's, lyri- whole... there's words. I I don't know what it is. I tried to read them. See, I thought, I thought maybe they were lyrics, but I can't make it out. <laughs> Alien translations. That's it. Well, we saw the alien spaceship last time. Where wow. are these people? What are they doing with these victims? You only know. The only thing that you can know in the end, maybe it's like an Animorph situation because the person becomes a deer at the end of the video. That's true. Oh. What's with the deer, man? Uh, hashtag spice domination. Spice domination. Um, hashtag spice girls are aliens. Hashtag what are they doing with the victims? Hashtag what's up, deer? What's up, deer? <laughs> Boom. Um, I actually do have a note from Mel B about the deer. Thank you. Yes. More uh-huh. answers. Good. <clears throat> we had to be quiet when the deer comes in right at the end of the video. So all day we were making deer jokes. Oh, dear. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. They're just trying to distract us from the fact that yep. of what's going on here. Yep. You, just, you get through the whole video and you're like, gosh, these, these girls are powerful. They're, they, when they talk about girl power, that's literally what they mean is they're they taking over. They power. They're like, crap, we've shown too much. How do we, how do we confuse them at the end? Distract them with the deer. Poof, baby. <laughs> I bet if I had like a decoder ring in this, this book would probably See, give me some sort of special That message. and whatever's going on in the video with Posh standing there? I don't know what this even has to do with it. There's another quote from Melby. It says, I have a Japanese tattoo on my stomach, which means spirit, heart, and mind. What does it have to do with this song? Oh, see? If you hold it at a certain angle and the, the light hits it at a certain in a certain frequency. Hmm. See? Hmm. If you'd like, I could tell you what the girls think about the video. Uh, Jer- Jerry says every video has a change of vibe and this was another to spice it was a nice cozy video you do get a bit of self-conscious singing straight at the camera but you have to get over that really Victoria says they do that in every video I so know, far I know. well I think the point is that they're they're just standing there singing they're not doing fun dance moves and or it, it, it's ju- there's a majority of them where it's just an individual singing yeah, too, to yeah. Where although a, again and- ironically not Jerry she did yeah, not. She no, did yeah. not have a. She's the one worried about this. She did not have a solo spot. Mm, get your story straight, there, Jerry. You're out right. of band. Uh, our friend Victoria. <laughs> oh, leaves. Oh, <laughs> sad. Victoria said, "I think this is my favorite video. My coat was wicked in it, and it was really different to the other videos." <laughs> I look freaking cool, I man. I love that coat. <laughs> Uh, shot entirely in the studio with high technology and loads of effects. It was really weird having to sing passionately into the camera. She talked about it too. I was feeling I was feeling a right mug in front of all those people singing "Wanna Make Love to You, Baby." See, she, it's it's interesting that she tends to be the most self conscious in the group. She really does when she's got that yep. that swag, or at least just image. She, she does. You know, she she projects an image of confidence, right? Very like, much. She would be the most. I guess you can say most intimidating to like if you saw it in public to go up to and say, "Hey, I dig what you do," or just yeah, you're yeah. posh, right? Yeah, it'd be like, "Oh, it's posh," but somebody right. else would be like, "Oh, it's sporty, sporty, it's sporty, what what up? But she seems like she's the most self conscious, and even yeah. in the pop up video, it did say that she was she disliked how she looks when she smiles, which is yeah, just sad. It is because. I- I mean, like you don't see her smile smile much. She usually no. has that serious look, head tilt to the side. Yeah. But on occasions when she smiles, she looks great. Yeah, of course. She has a great smile. Mm. Uh, I tried to find a fun video comment of the week. The only thing I could really find was from Shiva Shakti on YouTube. Sure. Uh, agrees with kind of what I was saying. We were literally children when we were singing this out loud, and we had no <laughs> idea what we were singing about. I'm 34. Ah, <sighs> see. Hmm. I think. <laughs> 
Is it like an episode, like a, just your own version of liar liar, where your pen is blue? Right. It's not. It's not about that. No, 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 no. It's it's. There's another oh, route. Man. I was I was just singing words when I was a See? kid. They had no meaning to me at the time. It's okay. Uh, it's a fun video. I like it. No, it is. It's it's fun in a different way because it's it's them just like they said, just standing there singing at the song, right? At the camera, say, um, having a good time. But it's it's a little more intimate because of that. It's a little more um, serious, I guess, because they're not dancing around throwing nunchucks and uh, they have weapons. Yeah, they've gone through the hotels. Yep. So they've already seeped world down, and now they can slow down time. Now, they, now they're taking here. over New York City in slow mo. Turning people into animals. What's coming up next? Oh my gosh! Stay tuned. I don't even know. That's why I, <laughs> I like walking into a video thinking, "How are they going to kill us now? What are they going to do?" But mm-hmm. here we are. <laughs> but much like Shiva, I think those thoughts, and I'm 36, and I'm proud of it. Damn it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, does it say "damn it" in the book? Uh, I don't think we've gotten there. I don't oh, think no. I've seen a "damn it" yet. So oh! All we have so it's, far is "bitch." Mm. Well, we can say piss too, right? Was yeah, that's true. Piss that's too. right. Yes. We'll find it. Don't worry. Yeah. Get a book report and the curse words of girl power. Snog, is that in there? Oh, I'm sure it is. Mm. Slushy's in there. That's good. That's, that's yeah. Slushy episode. Slushy is coming up. Oh God, the slushy episode. Watch out, folks. We have some weird quotes in here. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted, <laughs> no, I'm getting distracted by the book. What's your favorite part of the song? Like, is there Gosh. a favorite lyric or just a favorite bit Gosh. of the song? I think <laughs> so. I out of the video so far, I, it's not my favorite. It wasn't, but it for some reason stuck out to me because of the the slow motion that they had behind it. Yep. Um, I don't want it to be because it is. You know, it's a ballad song, and it's a it's 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 straightforward. It's a love song. Yep. But I think the thing, at least in my most recent memory, because anytime I think about it, it cuts back in my head of just the the. The nighttime and the lights and and baby singing it and for some reason she's the one that pops up in my head maybe because of what we talked about how it is a baby song, but for some reason when I watched it again for the first time with the thought process of the world domination I watched it and I just I couldn't stop laughing seeing them getting in my head what was hit by cars but not hit by cars so that's currently my favorite thing about this song is the continuing storyline of these girls taking over the world and just. That is definitely something we'll have to keep in mind in future videos. I don't think I'm going to take it in lyrically because it seems like it's a music video-based situation. But, yeah, that was my favorite thing on that one. Um, with all the, the lyrics in the video and all, what, what's what's your great takeaway this time around? Uh, like, well, I think my, my favorite part of the song was yeah. just Baby's first bit, the you know, the tonight is the night when two become one. That's the part that gets stuck in your head. Yep. I think, I think this song more than the first two is what really made me latch into the Spice Girls back then because it was my favorite one. Sure. And Baby, I, I'm assuming I must have seen this video back on VH1. Maybe I even saw the pop-up video back then. It's a possibility. Because I watched a lot of pop-up video. But this was the song, I think, that really made me really fall in with the Spice Girls and with Baby in particular. So I think sure. that's my favorite bit. Uh, Mike, if you had to give this song a spice level, what would your spice level be for two become one? <sighs> See, it... I feel bad because I think it's because it's coming off of such a banger. Yeah. Let's say it'll be there. So that's why in my head it's it should be up there because it does tear at the it, it is one of their most listened to songs and all that, but it's not 
is not registering at a high, high level of spice level sure. for me, unfortunately. Sure. I don't know if it's it's just sometimes when I pop on the Spice Girls, I do want to have my head bopping. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. roll with it. So it, it's a different vibe for sure. It's giving me it's giving me medium vibes on the spice level today. Okay. I'm giving yeah, it's such a medium style buffalo wing today. Okay. But it's but sometimes that's the comfort you need. Absolutely. So it's a different if it's a different feels a different piece of you. Yeah, it does. Brent? Yes, Mike. You're tasting the song through your ears. Uh, I give this song a... What's the spice level for you? I give this song a spice level of 35 years it took me to realize what it was all about. Mm, That's that's wise. But do we even still? Maybe it means... Yeah, still don't. Maybe it still means something. Even though, no, they said it in interviews. Never mind. No. (laughs) They came right out and said... They're pretty clear about it. (laughs) I just never thought about it enough. Have you listened to any of the other... Not, you know, the... Obviously, we have the Spanish version and all that that Mm -hmm. we can listen to. Did you listen to any of the covers or anything like that that have been done? You know, for? I actually looked up some covers. I didn't find anything. I, I listened to one that was just Baby and Robbie Williams. Yes, I listened to it too. That was very good. I didn't like it. Really? Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I liked it. But it, it's actually it's so this is obviously this is a different song from the Spice Girls. That was like almost a totally different take again. Yep. Because just Baby and Robbie singing to each other, basically. Correct. Yeah. And Maybe it, that's why is it's 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 got the the mindset of the two people singing to each other. Yeah versus you know because this the, the original here is like five girls singing to us right more yeah maybe i felt uh, maybe i felt jilted in that situation be, like robbie you yeah. and, and it's different too because robbie's singing you know to a girl instead of a boy right like they're the girls are singing yeah because i think i saw somewhere else mel c did a duet with uh chris martin from coldplay oh okay i have not seen that, that i haven't i haven't heard yet either and a couple of them are just i don't know why i haven't looked up covers of other songs they've done maybe they don't exist but it was like a huge highlighted section of one really? of the articles I read, and that was so I just started to look a couple of them up, and you know it's it's a straightforward song. It could be, I mean, I, I, I guess you could say it's it's in the mindset of it could be considered a standard song that you could cover of a sure, Spice Girl song. Absolutely, that would be more difficult to do so for a wannabe. Yeah, that's not going to be correct. You're not going to see a cover band or just like even not not to say a standard style singer, but even one of those someone that sings the standards it seems like the song would fall into that repertoire to become one is a song you could even sing solo yes you could sing the whole thing by yourself right you cannot do that with a wannabe right you really probably couldn't do that with a say you'll be there very easily mm-hmm. to become one you could you could you could have adele singing there just singing about the whole song by right yourself. exactly yeah seeing what she is a big spice girls fan is she yeah that makes big sense time. that tracks she was she's like our age so she grew up with them the same age we did but she was in the uk at the time so they were huge, huge oh right i can't imagine it's it's so weird to me putting that in the thought process of being around it in britain when it's such a contained area yeah. like not a yeah. container it's just no it is it's, it's more it's, dense yeah i guess yeah. you could say i mean I, i've in personal relate you know relating it to people i've always said that the, the the nation of england within the uk is the same size as new york state Right. So even when you add Scotland and, and Wales and Northern Ireland for the whole of the UK, it is not that big. Yeah. Like it is smaller than New England for sure. Whereas that's their whole, and there's so many different subcultures within it, you know, with sure. different accents and different regions. And, and, um, oh, well, I must correct myself before anybody corrects us. Adele is younger than we are, but she's just turned 30 because that's what her album just was. But she's still, she, I'm, my point was that she grew up with the Spice Girls. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a much smaller area, but they, to them, distance is a big deal. Whereas, like we lived in Newcastle up in the north, two yep. and a half hour ride to London. They think that's a big deal, two and a half hour train ride. I they do they, think it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. Or like we'd go up to Scotland fairly regularly, and it was an hour and a half train ride. 
And we, we went on like a tour and, and we talked to our tour guide afterward. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're heading back to Newcastle because you're going that, back there tonight. It's like, it's an hour and a half, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I'm not even driving. It's when a train. I was in college, I was in, you know, just outside yeah. of Rochester. It was a two hour drive to come yeah. home and I'd be like, uh, have I nothing going on this weekend? I'm going to swing back to Syracuse. Yeah. And I just drive for two exactly. hours. And... I, so, completely different direction, but I was two and a half hours away still within New York State yeah. up in Potsdam. Boop. Whereas when I was in Potsdam, I would have classes with kids who lived in Long Island, they had like a seven-hour drive, and they sure. never left New York State. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's one state out of 50. And not a very Woo-hoo. big one, actually. You know, New York's not no. that big. But yeah, a totally different thing. Whereas to them, something that's 300 years old is no big deal. Whereas sure. here, that's older than our country. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, we would watch archaeology shows over there, and they'd be like, 1700s, who cares? Keep digging. Jeez. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's nothing. So just different mindset. I'm super excited when I find something that I thought I lost last week. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we find something from the 1800s. Like, oh, this is old. This is it. <laughs> we found an old one. Oh. Now let's head over to the spice rack. Yes. Mike, who is your favorite spice of the week? Who brought the heat for you this you know, week? You hmm, hmm. Who is the most dangerous when it comes to this video? Ooh. I was thinking. Mm. I think... I know we are going to go with it, so you know what? Uh, as much as I want it to be a double a double dip on the side of things, I'm going to give it to Posh. Okay. Because I think this video is the most straightforward when it comes to Posh. And she's able to still show herself being that, you know, not having to smile in the video. Even though she doesn't in a lot of the videos. You know, in Wannabe, she is more kind of spunky and, and rambunctious. But this one, it has that just straightforward, seductive, this is something that I can really key in and do very well and she does it very well and also she walked through so many ice skaters in that situation it's amazing. and she was in the intersection and she was on top of the bridge yep, she actually had a lot multifaceted abilities and just you know where not if she was not green screened where she was taking over the city so i'm giving it to posh when you walk up to the rack it's not a bad not a bad pick what do you who is the spice that you're i mean you know where I'm, you know where i'm going you have to of course baby spice is my spice of the week yeah. This is always my favorite song of theirs. She's my favorite Spice Girl. She has really good solo parts. Uh, she sounds so sweet and innocent singing about something that's not necessarily sweet and innocent, but it has a good message. That's where it's it's interesting because it's it's that it does have that gap that it bridges to where Baby Spice has that full yep. innocent look. Yep. But Well, we read about her last week where she said she doesn't want it to be thought of sweet and innocent. She wants to be thinks as a as a sexy bitch. Bam. Done. We're allowed to say it because it's in the book. That's right, folks. Dang it. Spice Market of the Week. I do not have anything physically with me this time. I do not own this. But I looked up some random Spice Girls merch. Yes. And this week we have the... I'm so excited. I thought this was hilarious. I thought this was random as heck. We have the Spice Cam. The official Spice Girls Kodak Polaroid camera. It is a Polaroid camera. It is the first time Polaroid ever had a model named after a person or a group. They sold it in regular camera stores and in record stores. You could buy it along with a Spice Girls album. It came in four colors, pink, purple, orange, and silver. It came with stickers and labels. It was popular for the time. It also helped introduce a new film they had that was supposed to be more vibrant film. How much does that go for? You can get one of these babies for on eBay or so for roughly sixty to eighty dollars, which is not that bad because it retailed for forty back in the day. Really? Yeah. That did not travel well. Did not add a lot of value. But no. Wow. Pretty, pretty cool. I would. I would take an orange one. That'd be cool as heck. You know. I would. I would. The weird thing is that. when I Google it, all uh-huh. I come up with is pink. 
Hmm. Do you see anything besides pink? That is this is a wall of pink. A whole lot of pink. Oh no, that's a box of film. That's a box of film. So that's the film that came with it. Apparently, the the six hundred color six hundred film came with the spice cam. It was a new film. But I'm only seeing pink, so I don't know where they said they had the unless they never sold the other ones or they weren't popular enough. All I see is pink, 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 pink. Which, oh, oh man. But that is our Spice March of the Week. Love it. We'll find something random and weird again next week. Oh, I'll come um, up here. Yo, you better believe it now. That's on the top of my list. That and Jackie Chan listening to Two Become One in the car in Rush Hour. I can't absolutely. wait. That's, that's... See, now that would be something we could put up on either our, our TikTok or our YouTube channel. There's no either. That's uh... On both. Yep. It's going down. All right, Mike. Okay. I'm, I'm flipping. Give me, a, <laughs> give me a page. Hey, go. Got it. I see. All right, we're on page 49. Page 49. Quote is, uh, Emma on Jerry. Ooh. Jerry's a bit mad, but she's really good when you want advice about something or want a shoulder to cry on. We went out partying in Dublin the other day, and she and I were the only ones who stayed up. We're not usually the party animals, but but really, deep down, maybe we are. That was baby on Jerry. Wow. Shoulder to cry on. Yeah. Hmm. Who would have thought? After a party. Baby and Jerry staying up all night partying. Party animals. See, you got to think, you know? Oh. All right, friends. I think that's going to do us for this week. Uh, if you have liked what you've heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on pretty much everything at The Spice Level. Mm. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you know, YouTube, you name it. You We're can, just going to post stuff. Oh, are, just random I'm stuff. Just, I'm, oh. we'll, we'll find something. Let's creak in. <laughs> Uh, you can also go to thespicelevel.com to find links to all of those things. Or please send us an email at thespicelevel at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, any of your Spice Girls' favorite songs, memories, or if you ever went to a concert, we'd love to hear about it. If you enjoy listening to Mike talk about things, then you should listen to his other show with our friend Greg, Two uh, Bandits Watching Bluey. And as always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us talk about the things we enjoy. So thank you very much. Thank you. Intro music, outro music. To become one, to become one, to become one. You hit me with a freaking lame joke to start it. <laughs> That's not fair. Oh.